So many prophetic insights can be gleaned from the biblical daughter of Zion figure. Through her eyes and story, we can get a good overall picture for end-time events and the significance behind them. The daughter of Zion, who we found in part 1 will be a millennial kingdom matriarch for God's people, is commonly associated with birth pangs, or with a woman who is in labor or is in travail. This signals a coming births, which is a key sign frequently associated with significant end-time events to come. But first, it causes us to recall the first time that God addresses childbirth, through Eve, which was in the garden. Because of Eve's transgression, God promised to make childbirth a very painful process from that time on. And because of the serpent's evil deception, God promised to put enmity between the serpent and Eve, and between the serpent's seed and her seed. Last day's events that play out are merely a worldwide culmination of this ongoing spiritual war between the serpent's seed and the woman's seed a war that has existed since God created man. The woman's seed is that which continued through the Abraham-Isaac-Jacob line, as well as through others who have been grafted in. True committed believers in Jesus Christ, as a whole, will find themselves in a larger and more intense battle in the current end times. This battle is against the serpent's seed, which is Satan's army here on earth the Antichrist Chaldeans. When birth pangs, or birth pangs like those of a woman in labor are mentioned in Scripture, we can usually relate these terms to the spiritual battle between the woman's seed and the serpent's seed and the practical manifestations thereof. In the case of the daughter of Zion, representing Eve, her birth pangs are highly indicative of upcoming birth-related events. This ties back to our daughter of Zion figure's life being a good picture of end-times events. What does the daughter of Zion's birthing process symbolize? I will address some of her birth pains described in Scripture which prophetically and symbolically can represent. 1. Coming Chaldean caused social unrest. 2. Coming Chaldean caused war. 3. The birth of God's people or a nation, or 4. The birth of a significant specific person in God's kingdom. The first two, hash S1 and 2, both lead into, or are caused by, God's wrath in the last days. The latter two, hash S3 and 4, represent God's deliverance of His people and His restoration of His kingdom. In this passage, I will examine social unrest and war, hash S1 and 2 above, through the person who is the daughter of Zion and the related prophetic signs via her birth pains in these last days. In my next passage, part 3, I will address the deliverance and restoration of God's people, hash S3 and 4 above, through the lens of the daughter of Zion. Birth pains and Chaldean caused social unrest. I have already described the Antichrist Chaldeans on this site as a very powerful, worldwide criminal cabal. In aggregate, they are able to oppress and hold captive entire societies around the world because they own and control society's most important people, in positions of power, and institutions. They work through their dedicated army of likely hundreds of millions of people who have taken secret blood oaths and pledges of loyalty. Scripture makes it clear that Chaldean criminal activities, tactics and false idol worship will ultimately be uncovered. In a prophecy against Babylon, the prophet Isaiah described a dire vision, one he said caused his body to be, racked with pain, Pang seized me like those of a woman in labor. Isaiah observed, the traitor betrays, the looter takes loot, is 21-2. He is describing large-scale pillaging and plundering of societies in the last days. These are the days Jesus himself described as being the beginning of sorrows, travails, that involve many other warning signs as well, including the persecution of his sheep. In the daughter of Zion's country, Babylon U.S., these travails are described further as follows. Therefore are my loins filled with pain, Pangs have taken hold upon me, as the pangs of a woman that travaileth, I was bowed down at the hearing of it, I was dismayed at the seeing of it. Is. 21-3. This Chaldean criminal activity is further described by the prophet Joel, who prophetically warns a couple of times, 
The day of the Lord is near. Joel expounds on Isaiah's vision. At the sight of them, nations are in anguish, every face turns pale. Joel 2 6. Here, Joel observes that this army of locusts charge like warriors. March in line, and march straight ahead. Plunge through defenses. Rush upon the city and run along the wall. Climb into houses and enter through windows, like thieves. I mentioned before on this site that Scripture describes how the Antichrist Chaldeans are a law unto themselves. Their activity is the root of end times lawlessness, even in the Western civilized world. Lawlessness and corruption of this magnitude in any society naturally leads to social unrest and upheaval once it is discovered or reaches a point of obvious tipping point of oppression of the particular nation's citizens. Furthermore, given lying, deceptive and corrupt Chaldean leadership in any country, that particular country cannot keep its obligations and promises to other countries. Its deceptive, underhanded deeds and dealings are then discovered, and this leads to conflict and war. This will be the case in the end times, especially for Babylon U.S. and the country of Israel. Birth pains and Chaldean caused war. In my prior passages, I have established that God created the Antichrist Chaldeans as a tool of judgment against His people. While the Antichrist Chaldeans have been responsible for scattering His sheep worldwide, and exist worldwide as an organization themselves, two primary countries should be in focus in the last days Israel and in the United States. While upcoming war will be worldwide, these countries should be a focus because they hold significant population sizes of God's people, and therefore likely have high levels of Antichrist Chaldean persecution and war-provoking activity. This is activity that targets God's people, but also ravages these societies at large. It is also activity that serves to oppress other nations. Our bellwether signs learned from the daughter of Zion are consistent with the view that these two countries should be kept in focus. Antichrist Chaldean initiated invasion Israel. God, in speaking through the prophet Jeremiah, warns his people Judah of upcoming judgment and captivity at the hands of the Babylonians. In describing a great army who are coming from the north God asks the following questions. Where is the flock that was entrusted to you, the sheep of which you boasted? What will you say when the Lord sets over you those you cultivated as your special allies? Will not pain grip you like that of a woman in labor? Jeremiah 13:21. Does the above scenario sound familiar? Recall from my last passage the daughter of Zion being betrayed and abandoned. Birth pains in this scenario signal a coming attack as a result of God's judgment and fierce anger for the daughter of Zion's and the country of Israel's sinful ways. Recall this is an ongoing spiritual war, i.e. daughter of Zion's seed slash people versus the serpent seed the Chaldeans, which leads to, and manifests in, physical war. In part 1 of the daughter of Zion's story, I provided scripture about a spiritually empty, barren country of Israel and how, the daughter of Zion's allies had betrayed her, and furthermore that priests and elders will perish in the city while they search for food to stay alive. Similarly, we learn that the condition of the country of Israel's so-called holy leaders, i.e. kings, prophets and priests, is utterly decrepit and misguided in the last days. See my passages about the last days country of Israel. We find the following in the book Jeremiah. So put on sackcloth, lament and wail, for the fierce anger of the Lord has not turned away from us. In that day, declares the Lord, the king and the officials will lose heart, the priests will be horrified, and the prophets will be appalled. Jeremiah 4 8-9. Similarly, the prophet Isaiah describes his nation's spiritual condition in his day, and prophetically for the last days. Isaiah continues the birthing analogy and laments as follows. We were pregnant, we writhed in pain, we gave birth to wine. We have brought no salvation to the earth, nor brought any life into the world. Is. 26 18. 
Unfortunately, God's people have not been a light for themselves or for the Gentiles. They do not recognize or know their true Savior Jesus Christ, and therefore are unable to preach about Him to the rest of the world. As a result of the country of Israel's starved and ignorant spiritual condition in the last days, God turns Israel over to its own Antichrist Chaldean dialectic, imprisoning system. This controlling system shows those in Israel the consequences of their immoral ways. These collective ways, as a country, when uncovered by others both, former allies and enemies, will bring an invasion, described by God through the prophet Jeremiah. At the sound of horsemen and archers, every town takes to flight. Jer 429. The people of Israel will be forced to flee upon attack. Here, the daughter of Zion is once again a highly important, symbolic sign that foretells the attack above. God observes her dressing up for her lovers, also symbolic for Judah Israel's lovers, and reminds her, your lovers despise you, they seek your life, Jeremiah 4:30. Then, through the prophet Isaiah God observes. I hear a cry of a woman in labor, a groan of one bearing her first child the cry of the daughter of Zion gasping for breath. Jeremiah 4:31. And so God's promise to slash through Eve in the garden about painful childbirth indeed carries through, including symbolically. Here, Zion must prepare to be attacked by her enemies. The child to be born here also has significance, but I will address this in a future passage. Antichrist called the initiated invasion Babylon. Like the war coming on the country of Israel, as just described, so will war against the nation of Babylon take place. I described both of these invasions in detail in future passages. In the meantime, within our scope for this current passage, I will view the war against Babylon through the eyes of the daughter of Zion and in terms of birth pains that can be attributed to her. I described earlier in this passage how destructive Antichrist Chaldean tactics, via Isaiah's vision, in a society like Babylon bring on war. In Babylon, it is God's own people, as I discussed in a previous passage, who raise a banner on a hilltop as a battle cry against the Chaldeans with the effect of the rest of the world seeing. God says. I have commanded my holy ones, I have summoned my warriors to carry out my wrath those who rejoice in my triumph. Is. 13-3. This is the manifestation of the woman seated enmity versus the serpent seed. Members of the holy Jacob Judah remnant raise a banner as a sign of injustice and persecution. This causes an uproar among the kingdoms, like nations massing together, and it ultimately leads to an attack on the nation of Babylon by faraway lands, see is. Ch. 13. In fact, God encourages that nation of Babylon's destruction at the hands of these nations that He uses as a vehicle for His vengeance. God says. Take up your positions around Babylon, all you who draw the bow. Shoot at her. Spare no arrows, for she has sinned against the Lord. Is. 5014. God sees the Babylonian Chaldeans' pride, frolicking and rejoicing as part of their actions in, pillaging my, God's, inheritance. Jeremiah 5011. So God eventually turns over the Babylonian Chaldeans to their enemies to be invaded and plunder themselves. This time, as a result of God's sovereign plan, God first uses His own people in Babylon, and summons compliant nations. This means that the capital and foremost country of the Antichrist Chaldean kingdom gets invaded. It will then be the Chaldean leaders and their people living in a land of luxuries who are gripped by terror and, writhe in pain like that of a woman in labor, is 13-8. Leaders in the nation of Babylon U.S., we are told, react as follows. The king of Babylon has heard reports about them and his hands hang limp. Anguish has gripped him, pain like that of a woman in labor. Jer 50-43. Note again the significance of birth pains to the last day situation in the nation of Babylon. There is a strong link between the daughter of Zion and Babylon, just as there is with our other end times figures. 
I will discuss science direct link in more detail in my next passage, part 3. Tilda. God will take vengeance on behalf of His people in these last days. Watch the US and the country of Israel closely as these societies continue to unravel and become increasingly perplexed as a result of being caught in an antichrist called the entrap and web of crime, oppression and imprisonment that they, themselves, have long participated in and supported. Their own system now comes back to haunt them. With this relatively ominous news now out of the way, my next passage part 3 will also provide some good news that is, God's deliverance of His people and the restoration of His kingdom. Grace and Peace. Lion's Lair, LL.